It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is Bonus Benson. This segment is officially completely off the rails. What are you talking about? Stuff we wish never aired. You know, I'm the talent. Right, of course. Except I'm the talent. Come on, man. The Guy Benson Show. Homestretch, Monday edition here on The Guy Benson Show. GuyBensonShow.com, our online home. Podcast is free every day. Catch me tonight on a special report. I'm joining the panel quarter to seven or so Eastern time on Fox News Channel. Brett Bayer hosting as usual. That's a little bit later on this evening. Oh, we're all back. We're reconvening after the holiday. And, of course, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And it went very well. We had a fantastic feast at the house. Terrific leftovers, as usual. In fact, I had some leftovers today for lunch. A little turkey on Hawaiian rolls, the little mini Hawaiian rolls. Mayo and a little cranberry sauce. Oh, it's just perfect. And the transition to Christmas is now underway. And as I mentioned before the break, we are officially in Christmas party week here at the program. Party is Saturday night. Our whole team is coming, including plus ones. I'm pretty sure. I think Bobby's coming with Christine. I think, Dan, is your girlfriend coming as well? Is that true? She'll be there. There we go. Why it'll be there. So it's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be our biggest one yet. We're getting a little bit alarmed by the RSVPs, the percentage of people saying yes. So if you're listening and you are one of the people who has said yes, we can't wait to see you. But if you decide maybe at the last minute not to come or only stay for a little while, uh, that's also fine because <laughs> we don't want to run out of alcohol, although I think we probably won't. I mean, especially if Christine drops out, we will not run out of alcohol. But we did buy wine, just wine the other day. We bought, I don't even want to say, I'm not even going to say out loud how many bottles of wine we bought. It was a lot. And we also have a ton of long drink coming. The sponsor of this happy hour, they're sponsoring the party. They're sending us well over 100 cans of long drink of the original, the sugar-free, the longer drink with the more alcohol content. They're giving us a whole variety. For the party. So between long drink and wine, we should be set. There'll be some beer as well. People always bring booze. I think we're going to be okay. But it's going to be an awful lot of people. So preparations very much in the full swing of things this week. And I'm sure we will talk about that more as the week unfolds here during our home stretches. But, Christine, I did want to ask you about your Thanksgiving holiday at Judgey Joyce's house. Did you, in fact, have turkey, as your mother informed the group text would be the case after a year off, no turkey last year due to, I think, some unfortunate decisions that you made? Was turkey restored to its rightful place? It was, and I I have to give credit where credit is due. It was a delicious turkey. Joyce, you know, she really did it this year. Good. I'm very glad to hear. Oh, but. Okay, there's a but. But. um, I'm not really excited uh, to say this. I'm not happy. Other people were kind of making comments under their breath about not having turkey last year. My Mm in-laws, for example. Sorry. Had a little something in my throat. You're getting choked up about this, Christine, because you know that once again, yours truly was correct. 
right? I told you last year, I urged you not to make this disastrous decision to not serve turkey at Thanksgiving. And you were just like, oh, no, it's fine. Everyone's great with it. And I just knew that wouldn't be the case. And now Judgey Joyce had the cojones to actually say it. And I guess that gave some some courage to other people to then also make comments. Maybe you have once again learned your lesson that good old GB, right again, and you could have perhaps avoided some of this scorn from your loved ones by just having Thanksgiving the way people want it. No, I I don't think so because they were all so excited about the prime rib last year. Nobody Mm. said a word. Clearly not because they, they were being polite and the politeness, I guess, wore off a year later. They could finally have a few drinks, truth serum, and let the truth flow. And they did. And at least there was turkey this time. So hopefully by next year, people will have forgotten and the sins will be expunged. Do you want to know something even worse? Do you know what she said on the way out? On the way out, we were leaving. And I was nice. I said, you know, everybody, like, thank you, Mom. Like, thanks, Aunt, everybody, to do everything. It was a really nice day. And my mother looks at everybody because most of those people are going to be there for Christmas Eve. And she goes, so, think we should do prime rib for Christmas Eve? I mean, that's an appropriate suggestion. Prime rib for Christmas Eve, yes. Prime rib for Thanksgiving, no. So whether she was deliberately trolling you or not, I like to think that she was, this is yet another correct take from Judgey Joyce, who's just racking up W's here. And Cookie just keeps taking the L over and over again. And these L's are avoidable is the thing. I'm not perfect. I don't have a 100% track record. I'm not batting 1,000, but my batting average is definitely higher than Christine's. Let's put it that way. Do you know what that means, Christine? Do you know the baseball I don't, terminology I, there? I don't understand batting averages, but I assume that you're you're right more times than I am is what you're trying to say. That's correct. Yep, that's a good assumption on your part. You synthesize that information very well. And maybe Dan... When the show is over, he can explain to you how batting averages work. It's it's actually very simple math. But you had a good Thanksgiving, it sounded like, overall. Across the board, I think the team had a pretty good Thanksgiving from what I gather. And I did hear, though, from Wyatt, he is looking around his neighborhood. He came back to D.C. from Jersey. But the last couple of days, he was looking at the outdoor decor of this period of flux, I would call it, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, where I think it's acceptable to move toward Christmas, but you know how defensive I can be of Thanksgiving. And why you said that sort of some of the decorations are all over the map in a way that irks you. Correct. Yeah. So this is a weird period in in between Thanksgiving and fall and then kind of winter Christmas. And in the neighborhood, there's just too much going on. There's some people who still have Thanksgiving. Some people still have Halloween up. I'm mm. like, and then there's people who have started Christmas, which my family is one of those. You do it on Thanksgiving Day. When you're done eating, you go out and you do the lights and whatever. And then there's people who have literally both going on on their house. They have a mixture of, you know, a hay bale and a Christmas tree. And to me, that's just so wrong. And it's that is more wrong than the, the premature Christmas decorations that Christine does. Like, well, this is crazy mix. now. This is well, absolutely I'm, insane. Why is it insane? I mean, when are you people going to be satisfied? Some people, some people are decorating too early. Some are in transition. You guys are never happy about decor, especially when it comes to Christmas. Well, 
I'm glad that we're having this little squabble because, and I did not mention this on the call earlier today when we were planning the show, I have to confess something. Our house currently has both. <gasps> Wyatt almost fell out of his chair. <laughs> Wyatt almost fell out of his chair across the glass. So here's what happened. We have, so obviously no no Halloween stuff is still up, but we have sort of some generic autumnal stuff on our front steps and our front porch. We have a few pumpkins that are still out there, and they're sort of like heirloom pumpkins, different colors, very classic, good looking. And then there's the mums that we still have. And I wanted to keep those on the front porch until December 1st, then they're gone because it's still November. In my mind, it's still the fall. It's fall autumnal vibes in Bensonville. But also, you might remember a few years ago, Christine, our Christmas lights guys just ghosted us. We had an agreement. They were going to come string the lights. And it's not like we're lazy and don't want to do it ourselves. It takes this massive ladder because we do a roof line Christmas light arrangement and we need professionals to do it. I would fall to my death. So they come, they do it. They do a great job. But two years ago, they did not show up. And we got closer and closer to Christmas, and we we're going to be able to use the lights for fewer and fewer days. So finally, I just basically said, don't even bother coming. You're obviously not getting any of our money. We were very upset about it. Last year, we decided to give them another chance. And I used a little incentive financially to say, if you can get the Christmas lights up by this date, I will give you this much bonus. And wouldn't you know it, it worked. And the house looked great and all of that. So we did the same thing this year, although I did reduce the bonus a little bit because I felt like I was still ticked off about two years ago. And I think things are maybe slowing down a little bit for their business because he eagerly said yes. And I want to make sure that they were here by December 1st. That was the deadline that I gave them. So they showed up on Saturday and put the lights up. It looks great. And so to test out the lights, we waited till it was dark. We turned them all on. It looked good. And so we had Christmas lights. We have a Christmas tree in the house because we had to get that this past Saturday because we needed the tree for the Christmas party. Didn't want to do that midweek. So there's a Christmas tree in the house, not decorated. And then we have the Christmas exterior lights that are up and some of the autumnal pumpkins and stuff still out there. They go away in whatever, two days. And I'm keeping the Christmas lights off at night until December 1st. But technically we have both, and for one night, both were on display. Wyatt, how upset are you with me right now? How disappointed are you in me? Yeah, very disappointed guy. I mean, you you were just handing out L's to Christine before, so I'm gonna give you the the rare L on this because this this is this is bad. What should I have done? Got rid of the pumpkins already? Correct, yes. Why? Because it's still November though. Yeah, but and the pumpkins, most of our neighbors' pumpkins have been burrowed into by squirrels and they're disgusting. We spray stuff on the pumpkins to repel the squirrels. So they are still pristine. They look great. It's still November. The Christmas lights aren't clashing with them yet, but it does feel a little bit weird to have both of them around right now. Both of these holidays. Yeah, it's just it's wrong. And and you just need to just it's wrong. You just need to get rid Sick. of the stuff. You can't you got to commit. You got to fully commit. If you're going to do Christmas, Fully do Christmas. Don't don't you know do it halfway. I am willing to 
dive in fully on December 1st to Christmas. And we needed the things in place because the party's December 3rd. We couldn't wait, wait, wait. We had to do it early because of the earliness of the party and also because of how we got burned a few years ago on the lights. I was just hedging. I was hedging my bets. Everything worked out perfectly. And now I do have this weird slight clash of holidays playing out at my own house. But I think the pumpkins stay until December 1st. Then they're out to the street. And then it's full Christmas. And we did listen to some Christmas music on our drive on Sunday. So do with that what you will. Christine, do you have any final reactions to this? Yeah, I'm I'm just in shock we're allowed to give L's out to you. I didn't know that was possible. So <laughs> I just learned something you're, you're, new today. Yeah, you're not. And Wyatt, I'm not even accepting the L. I'm not taking the L. I understand where he's coming from because I sort of feel it a little bit. But I think that we are playing this somewhat awkward couple of days as well as we can. Um, no, it's totally fine. Um, I'm I'm just going back now. The L for Carly Rae Jepsen should stick. I know you kept saying it didn't. Oh, don't bring her into this. <laughs> don't you dare bring Carly Rae into this. Does she have Rae some? Oh, well, you're not going to play her at the party. Are you going to play like Carly Rae Jepsen's Christmas? You know, from Canada. I don't think she has Christmas. She doesn't have any Christmas music. She just has a bunch of uh, bops, as you might recall, although maybe you don't really remember a little groggy from these parties. But we play a mix of pop music, classic rock, and Christmas music at the parties. And we update the playlist every year. And you betcha, we are adding some Carly Rae Jepsen to the playlist this year. No, No doubt about it. In fact, I might do a few extras now that you've reminded me. So I appreciate you reminding me, actually. Because I might have forgotten otherwise, but you brought this up out of nowhere with time expiring on the clock for the show. And this is actually a great service that you've done. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so much for a big W. You've, you've actually earned a W back on Carly Ray Jepsen. And with that, I've got to go, like, be a serious person on Special Report. Back here tomorrow, same time, same place. For The Guy Benson Show, have a great night. Home stretch. On this Tuesday edition of the Guy Benson Show, GuyBensonShow.com, our website podcast is free every day when the show is over, which it almost is. Glad to have you here. So I saw this tweet over the weekend, and I thought it was kind of cool. I like these types of mashups. And I was shocked, first of all, that the movie Frozen is already nine years old. In honor of the ninth anniversary of its release in 2013, someone put together a compilation because the movie was such a hit and was a global phenomenon, it was dubbed into many different languages. So they had video of the woman, or the women in this case, playing, I think the character's name is Elsa, the main character, singing the famous song Let It Go in a whole bunch of different languages. And they clipped it all together seamlessly with the music bed underneath and then different languages And I want to play just part of it because I think it's neat. It starts with Idina Menzel, who is singing in English. She's the voice most associated with this, obviously. Then you'll hear after English, you'll get to French, German, Dutch, Mandarin Chinese, Swedish, Japanese, Latin American Spanish, Polish, and Hungarian. The clip keeps going with even more languages, but just for the purposes of this program, I wanted to give you a taste of it. This classic song, Cut 19, listen. Snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A royaume de solitude, my place.
zu Schuh. Der Wind erheut so wie der Sturm ganz tief in mir. Het wird neiteveel, hoop mijn best ook dit. Wir landen in Leikandien, so hau nu heit, I believe that last translation is the cold doesn't bother me anyway, roughly translated. And this song for the movie Frozen was written by Robert Lopez and his wife. And I guess I'm told by Dan that Robert Lopez is a two-time EGOT winner, meaning based on his work writing songs, he has won twice over Emmys, Grammys, Oscars, and Tonys which is quite an exclusive club. And I just have to admit, I played this song for you, or at least this compilation for you. I've heard Let It Go many times. It was impossible to avoid. It's catchy. I like it. I've never seen the movie. I don't know the plot. I don't know why Elsa is singing about letting things go. I just have heard the song over and over again. Christine, this is probably, what, roughly the age, the film is roughly the age of your daughter, right? Yes, Megan was born in 2013. So Frozen is ingrained <laughs> in my brain. I could probably sing to you every single song. I, I mean, if I say 100, maybe 200 times I've seen the movie, I wouldn't be exaggerating. At what point did Megan start watching it? Because... By the time she was old enough to really enjoy it, the movie was already probably multiple years old by that point. But this was a movie that was just, I mean, kids now, I'm sure if parents no, are No, it's a smash hit. Like, I, I yeah. think one of the, it but, has to be um, one of the biggest kid cartoon smash hits ever. It has to be, right? Oh, I, I, I would say so. I mean, this is what got Megan into, you know, this was her first princess costume. She had to be, she said, Elsha. So she had to be Elsa and Anna. And it's about sisters, by the way. Um, it's oh. a great, great story. And I love that this isn't, the story's not about, you know, a princess being rescued by a man, you know, by a prince. This is about two sisters, um, you know, being torn apart and then coming back together and they're best friends and they're the loves of each other's lives. It, it's just such a great, sweet story. And the music is just so amazing. And yeah, everybody should go watch it. You should watch it. I might actually have to go back and watch it. Just now that you're saying all this stuff, I'm not really aware of anything that you just mentioned. And it is enough of a cultural touchstone that I probably should have at least seen it once. And the, the song is good. I'm just going to say it. It's a good song. And it's actually originally written. Did you know this? I know we just said it was Robert Lopez, but I'm going to pretend it was originally written by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, God. Just, just something to keep in mind. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, it's a callback. It's a callback, folks. Wyatt. I am just willing to bet almost every dollar that I have to my name that you have seen Frozen at least once. Yes, I've seen it a few times. I mean, it is a 
pretty culturally relevant movie. I think I was in middle school at the time. You had to have seen Frozen. I'm kind of surprised you have not seen it because it is just that big of a movie. It's up there. Um, I mean, they even have a ride in Disney of Frozen now, and they're building yep. a Disney Frozen land, like a whole <gasps> section land in, I think, one of the Chinese parks. Christine is so – it's in China, though, Christine, so Oh, careful. no. Don't tell Maybe Megan. <laughs> slow your roll a little bit there. Dan, have you seen this? Am I the only one who hasn't seen this? I've absolutely seen it. I love it. I've watched it with my niece before. She's obsessed. And just the songwriting alone I'm – I'm a songwriter myself. I've been doing it a long time. The music in that movie fits every perfect formula in a song written. That's why you get chills when you hear that chorus come in. It's just like absolutely perfectly written. All the songs are wonderful. Yeah, the chorus for Let It Go is epic. I will give everyone that point and hats off to the Lopez's and everyone involved. It's got to be kind of cool, setting aside all the accolades and the awards, to have created something so relevant and so popular that it's been translated through song into virtually every language imaginable where there's like a DVD player anywhere in the country or a streaming service, that's got to be pretty gratifying, I would say. But perhaps not as gratifying, listen to this transition, as a delicious, perfectly cooked steak, which is our next topic. And I'm so excited about this, Christine. Our friends at Omaha Steaks Back advertising on our podcast, which you can get, as I always say, GuyBensonShow.com, FoxNewsPodcast.com, wherever you get your podcasts. They are sponsoring our podcast for the next couple of weeks, heading into the holiday season and toward Christmas. And they've got a special that I just want to give them a shout-out for here on the broadcast as well. If you go to OmahaSteaks.com, you can cobble together and put together your own package of various meats and sides, desserts. They have an amazing array of options And then at checkout, when you're getting ready to pay, you plug in my name, G-U-Y, Guy, as the code, and you get $30 off your order. Now, there's a minimum order that may apply, but I think once you get going and selecting, for example, bacon-wrapped fillets and maybe those delicious apple tartlets, I mean, they have some fantastic stuff. I plan on sending at least two of these packages using my own discount code, Guy, at checkout at omahasteaks.com for Christmas this year. My brother's getting one, and I'm debating on who gets the other one. I might do three. I'm still making those calls. But for the next few weeks, you go to omahasteaks.com, at checkout, plug in my name, G-U-Y, 30 bucks off at the end after that minimum order that may apply. And I think it is a guaranteed hit. And I just want to say this. My parents were in town early for Thanksgiving. They came in Monday might have even been Sunday before Thanksgiving. So they were at the house for a number of days leading up to the holiday before other people arrived. And we had some Omaha steaks in the freezer. It was the bacon wrap fillets. We cooked them. We ate them. And there was not a single speck of food left on anyone's plate. We were extremely satisfied. It is delicious meat. And you say, oh, it's frozen meat. Is that? It is extremely high quality. It was sensational, delectable, and I know that I'm sort of the new kid on the block here when it comes to Omaha Steaks. I've only tried them more recently. Christine, you have much more of a history with Omaha Steaks, is my understanding. Oh, yes. I mean, before Megan was born, and we were just talking about Megan was born in 2013, so maybe the year before, my husband um, 
as most women do when they get pregnant, they panic about money. So I did as well and made my <laughs> husband go get a second job. And he wound up working at um, Omaha Steaks. They used to have brick and mortar stores. And I'm telling you, I'm not sure we actually banked any money because we wound up buying so much Omaha because we fell in love with the product. It is so good. And it's not just the steaks. Everybody said, oh, so no. You, so you would take his paychecks from Omaha Steaks and spend the paychecks on Omaha Steak? Yes. I'm talking okay. like we would fill our freezer. I mean, to the top. Boxes upon boxes. We would Bobby would come home with on Sunday nights. And we said, well, you know, at least we're going to eat great. Well, and, you could have used a discount code like Guy at checkout mm. at OmahaSteaks.com. Just pointing that out the next couple weeks up till Christmas, it is going to be a home run or we're past baseball season, a touchdown, a goal, whatever you want to call it. People are going to love Omaha Steaks, and you can be a holiday hero by ordering your package. And it's not like a predetermined package of things that they tell you, here's what you got, and here's the Guy Benson discount. You can figure out and sort of customize what you want. Put it in the shopping cart, and when you go to checkout, you plug in my name to get those $30 off that I mentioned. Do you have a favorite, Christine? Okay, we're going to be here a long time. I will try to cut it down. But one of my all-time favorites, as well as Judgy Joyce, um, the coconut shrimp. It's the appetizer. It is so delicious, and they have a sauce that goes with it. Honestly, we bring it to a lot of family gatherings. I'm going to bring it for Christmas Eve this year. Another one we loved, they have these stuffed chicken breast with broccoli and cheese in them, and you just throw them into the oven. Oh, my gosh. They are so good. Like, I'm actually like, I have to go buy them. That's how good they are. And here's another thing. They have, so they have soups as well, and they have a delicious lobster bisque that actually has, like, piece, pieces of lobster in it. So you can use that as a soup. But what Bobby and I do is... We take it and we mix it in with like a good macaroni. Like you need like a good ziti that will soak up the soup a little like bit. make it a pasta sauce. Make it a pasta sauce with lobster. It is so, so good. So it could be soup. It could be sauce. And by the way, I just want to say this is not like feigned excitement and enthusiasm mm -mm. from Christine nope. because Omaha Steaks is a sponsor. She is passionate about Omaha Steaks. Dan, <laughs> you were just telling me in my ear, you also are in this boat. Yeah, so I grew up with it. My dad used to order it when I was a kid. So my, I'm pretty sure my first steak I ever had at home was an Omaha steak. And so we had it forever. I remember getting the boxes at home and seeing the logo on the top and being very excited. And I still, to this day, use them. And I, I grill a lot. I um, have a smoker grill. So I'll use Omaha steaks on that, and I love it so much. Well, and there's longevity here. I mean, we're not talking about this brand-new phenomenon. It has been a successful business for decades because the product is excellent and it's delicious. I'm a foodie. I admit I'm kind of a little bit of a food snob sometimes. You might have picked that up when we talk about food here. That's why I'm very proud to have Omaha Steaks as a sponsor. Over these next couple of weeks on the podcast, let me just remind you one more time, go to omahasteaks.com, enter my name, Guy, and you get 30 bucks off at the end of the order at checkout. Minimum order might apply, and you're not going to regret it. And it actually reminds me, I should make a little note on my phone calendar that I need to get those orders in to make sure that they all arrive in plenty of time for Christmas to the people on my list. And with that, thank you, Omaha Steaks. Thank you, OmahaSteaks.com. Thank you, promo code guy. 
And on that inspiring and delicious note, we're out of time. Thank you for listening. Back here tomorrow on The Guy Benson Show. Have a great night. Home stretch on The Guy Benson Show on this Wednesday. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. Our podcast is free of charge on demand when the show is over every day. Thank you for listening. That's GuyBensonShow.com, FoxNewsPodcast.com, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. At Guy Benson Show, Twitter and Instagram. Send us a follow if you're interested. Some extra bonus content available there as well. Well, it's that time of year again where I see an endless parade and stream of friends and acquaintances posting graphics on their social media of their favorite music of the year, where I think it's Spotify aggregates all of the songs that they listen to over the course of the last year, and they list the artists, and it all ranks like, oh, here's my top five artists, my top five songs. There's another version of this that I've seen where people are creating what would be their own personalized music festival, like for Wyatt, it could be YY Fest 2022, and it would feature all the big artists that they love. That's another version of this content that I'm seeing. And people, I don't know what it is, but I guess people feel compelled to share it on their social media threads and feeds. Most particularly, at least for me, it's been on Instagram stories. And I'm not saying that I don't care about my friends. I am saying that I don't really care about their favorite music. And so I just skip right past it. At this point, I don't even look. As soon as I see the background, like the color, I know exactly what the post is going to be. And I just skip to the next one. Maybe I'm wrong here. By the way, there's a very important exception to this. I have been tagged by a number of people in their Instagram stories and tweets because among their favorite podcasts is the Guy Benson Show podcast. And we will allow that very much. That's the exception. So a bunch of hand clap emojis to that specific advertisement of your preferences if it involves us extremely self-serving i'm not pretending otherwise but we do appreciate it whenever we see it now i know for a fact that christine does not have this because it's way too much technology involved there's just no chance that she has this i'm not even sure if she knows what spotify is she might ask what's a spotify but i would imagine probably at the very top of her list would be of course nickelback say no more I was on a Peloton ride today, and it was 90s rock, and a song came on, and for a second I thought it might be Nickelback. Fortunately, it was not, but it was another band that I started thinking, you know what, I bet you Christine's a fan of these guys too. Christine, are you a Creed fan? Oh, yes. I do like Creed. I forgot about them. Thank you. Yes. i got to put it on my you're, own playlist. You're welcome. You Now, do you make your playlist by, like, timing up? songs that play on the radio on your audio cassette where you hit record and play at the same time to create a little mixtape? Is that how you do it still? It's not how I still do it, but um, I yes, I used to all the time. Years all and the way years till, ago. Yeah, all the way to 2019. That's when you finally moved on to compact discs, this new technology that people have been using. I don't have that Spotify, though, what you guys are talking about. That Spotify. <laughs> so... Am I alone in this, Wyatt? Are you annoyed by this, or do you like seeing what your friends listen to in terms of their music all year long? 
Yeah, very much annoyed. I, I really, really don't care what you're listening to or what you're, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mozart at the top of the list would be completely defensible, respectable. Dan is much more into music than any of us. So if anyone were to do this enthusiastically on this team here, I think it would be Dan. So are you going to defend this, Dan? Have you posted this yourself? So at first, when it first started, I hated it. I was like, this is really annoying because you just see the same thing over and over again in your feed. It's like, all right, we all get it. You listen to Taylor Swift. Great. But then I started diving deeper into it. I really get a lot out of it because I like to see what other people listen to and I find new artists that I may not have known. Um, but I will not be posting my own because I like to go to sleep with thunderstorm and rain sounds. So my rap of the year is just my top playlist is just thunderstorms. <laughs> and I'm pretty like sure weather, weather sound effects. Yes, exactly. Weather sound effects. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one cares about that. So I will not be posting mine at all. I mean, it's still better than Drake. I said it. I hear Christine in the background. Christina, are you offended by that? You a big Drake fan too? <laughs> I'm not, but I, I mean, okay. you just like went for him. My gosh. I, I I saw a few people with Drake on their list just today. I said to shake my head. I am not a fan. What I am a fan of, and we made reference to this earlier in the hour with Molly Hemingway, who will be in attendance at the Christmas party this coming weekend, along with Christine and Bobby, Wyatt, but no longer Dan and his girlfriend who have pulled out. They flaked on us at the last minute. So we will not have one big happy Guy Benson show family united at last down at the house. And that's something that Dan will have to live with. But what Molly mentioned was the popularity of long drink at the party last year. And I mentioned on the air, I think it was yesterday, the day before, we got so much wine for this party over the weekend. It is I'm. Again, like almost embarrassed to say how much we have. We have not gotten the beer yet. That's the last minute thing that we're going to do. Beer and ice, day of probably. But the long drink has arrived. And I actually texted because I walked down the stairs this morning. I'd been upstairs. I came down and I saw out front on our front porch like a little mountain of boxes. And as soon as I saw that many boxes, I said, I know exactly what this is. This is our long drink shipment for the party. And it was seven boxes of long drink product. And we're going to have an array. We'll have the blue can, the white can, and the black can. Probably most of the blue and white and then a little bit of the black can because that that's pretty heavy-duty stuff. But it will be available while supplies last at the party on Saturday. I took a photo of this mountain of long drink boxes, and I texted it to our team. And Christine's response was that she was unimpressed and concerned that there wasn't enough. And she knew that we already had a gargantuan amount of wine in our pantry. In fact, she wanted me to take photos of the wine just for fun. She's like, just send me photos of all the wine. I forgot to do that. But, Christine, like, you're already negging the party and suggesting that there's not going to be enough alcohol. In fact, the way that you've expressed this so eloquently on the rundown here is in quotes, where's the hooch? That is your demand here. That is your concern ahead of Saturday. Why are you so concerned? I mean, aside from the obvious. <laughs> it's. I don't know if you're too young for this, but in the 80s, there was a commercial called Where's the Beef? Just think of Cookie mm-hmm. now saying, where's the hooch? 
Wendy's, right? That was Wendy's. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it was Wendy's. Where's the beef? You're asking, where's the hooch? My answer is, here's a giant seven-box pile of the hooch. I don't know. For the amount of people you're having, it just doesn't seem like it's enough. Listen, I don't want to freak you and Adam out. So if you feel you have enough, um, what should we say, alcoholic beverages, you want to class it up a little bit, that's fine. Uh, What I just spoke to Dan about is I will be prepared. Um, It's going to be called BYOC, Bring Your Own Cosmo. I'm ordering a Christmas flask as we speak, and I'll be set to go. You are bringing a flask to our party? Is Possibly, maybe not. I feel I, like a, a flask is the type of thing that you use when, and I would never do this and I would never condone this, but if you are underage and going to like a dance your freshman year of college and they're not going to be serving alcohol, you might bring a flask. You might bring a flask to a wedding where it's going to be generally a dry wedding or a cash bar if that's someone's choice. I don't think you need to bring a flask to a party that is going to be awash in booze unless you aren't satisfied with our selection, which is good wine, great long drink, and some beer. No, I I love it. And obviously, you know, I love the long drink. I worry the long drink is going to run out very early on. So I want to be prepared. And, Guy, it is the cutest flask I just found. It's like a Christmas tree with light bulbs, and it says, get lit. How very classy. How very on brand, as a matter of fact. I do have— We might need a bouncer. We might need a (laughs) bouncer. We want to keep certain, you know, riffraff, low-class folks out of the house. And we could have, like, one of those things where a vague description— of people that they want to turn away at the door, and then one photograph of someone who is clearly a no. And we would be like, she might not be wearing the exact same hot dog costume that you see in this photograph, but you can figure out who it is. She's a no. Listen, listen, it'll be classy. Don't you Don't you worry. I always class it up at the Christmas no, party. No, I am worried. Don't, no, don't you worry. And um, Dan, we are going to miss you. I had made reservations before the party for an early dinner with the gang. Uh, now it will be a, a little romantic dinner of me, YY, and Bobby. I love how you mentioned YY before your husband there in that little trio. <laughs> That's true. That's kind of disturbing as well. Uh, before we get into any more trouble, we're out of time. So let's step aside and we can, of course, revisit this tomorrow and Friday. It is Christmas party season, Christina's calling it our party, the sort of the royal hour, the royal we, even though I have yet to get the Venmo payment from her to reimburse me for any of these outputs of the party that she is supposedly co-hosting, that she's so invested in that she's bringing her own booze in a flask. Oh, God help us. Back here tomorrow, same time, same place for The Guy Benson Show. Have a great night. Jesus drank wine, cookie drinks Cosmos. Home stretch Friday Eve on the Guy Benson Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. GuyBensonShow.com, our website. Podcast is always free. The day after tomorrow is the big Christmas party at Guy and Adam's place. And we are doing our best to gear up for it. And we are just battening down the hatches for producer Christine, who's going to be there. But Christine, I know that she had all sorts of ideas and suggestions for this party that she pretends that she's co-hosting without footing any of the bill. 
But she's got some other things now on her mind, some more immediate and urgent concerns based on a big online shopping order that she, well, thinks that she at least initially thought had achieved and executed properly. And then it turned out that she had bungled the whole thing in a way that, honestly, I had never heard of before. Leave it to Christine to find a new way to butcher technology and screw up her Christmas shopping online. All right, Christine, walk us through this. Okay, but after this, you have to promise me. First, um, at the end, I have breaking news, so we have to get to that. And then also, I have some ideas about our party that I just want to get in before tomorrow. So let's well, it's we can not start. our party, but go ahead. We could start. Sure, whatever. We could start with. Um, I'm not. Should I not say the store that I bungled this because it wasn't their fault. This was no. All I me. think no. This is all on you. So you should definitely mention them. <laughs> they were actually wonderful and helped me. Um, and I was getting very frustrated with them. Dan heard it. Uh, so I had done a huge target uh, online, you know, through the app order. A lot of presents for a lot of people. And I was wondering, it kept saying, I kept getting a notif- notification on my email, in my Gmail, saying, like, your pickup's ready, your pickup's ready. But I didn't, I kind of ignored it. And then I looked and I said, your target's pickup's ready, but I didn't, I didn't send it to a target. I thought I sent it to my house. And then I looked my target pickup order was ready in Hollywood, California, on Hollywood Boulevard. The entire order. <laughs> How? How? How did this I happen? Hon- <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, I had to call several, several times. We had to figure out a way. They couldn't like just directly ship it to me, so we had to cancel it item by item. Uh, what Bobby thinks happened is somehow I changed my home target to the Hollywood Galaxy target in Los How? Angeles. Like, you have to do these things. <laughs> they don't just happen accidentally. How did this happen? Do you not rem- Did you do this in your sleep? What happened here? Well, he said, you know what, Christine? We did go to Los Angeles in April. I said, but I never went to a target there that, and that I, doesn't make any sense it, it the wouldn't fact make that you've been I've... to los angeles in the last year doesn't mean that all of a sudden <laughs> you default on the internet that your home target is in hollywood yeah like i don't think it would just do that on purpose right well no of course not i i honestly have no explanation if somebody could explain to me how that happened other than maybe my fat fingers hit something because you obviously did you know you fill see my... out like when you had to go through and get the delivery you know there's like a delivery address there's a billing address do you remember filling out your home address for both of those things or you just sort of like Well, this is the problem also. I like hit save everything in my phone so I never have to like fill out things and Bobby's like that is the worst thing to do. Like he was in shock when he realized I have his credit card saved on so many websites so I don't ever have to like look at the credit card. It just says like do you want this when I hit yes. And then it like just fills all the information and it saves it. And apparently that's like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, operational security, big problem there. But also that doesn't explain <laughs> why you would have Hollywood, California. Like it would not default to that in your saved settings either. I, I, I don't know. Dan, I mean, you were there witnessing me have like a full-on meltdown because I didn't know if I could get my money back. And I didn't know how I was going to get to Hollywood to obviously pick up this whole order 
And it took a while. Dan, how long? I was on the phone for, possibly during the show, but not possibly during the show. Oh, no, it was definitely during the show because this is, I actually wanted to go here next before we hear from Dan. So the show ended yesterday and the home stretch was over and we were doing our little post-show chat about how the show went and the different segments and what do we got for tomorrow. And you were talking about how long you had just been on hold on and off. And I realized you were on the phone with Target trying to fix your Christmas gift screw-up situation literally while the show was on the air. The show that you at least ostensibly produce, quote-unquote, as your job. Like, you have 21 hours a day where the show is not on the air, but you were using the three hours of our airtime to call Target to try to deal with the situation. Like, were you listening to the show at all? Could I have been like, oh, wow, that... That thing that that person said was pretty outrageous. You'd have been like, oh, yeah, absolutely. When when our guest was dropping F-bombs, I remember that, absolutely, because you were probably the one dropping F-bombs on the phone to Target during your job. I, to be perfectly honest, and Dan, please attest this, I was on hold for a very long time to the point where I thought they hung up on me. So I was listening to the show and just sitting on hold, and then the lady, I don't know what happened. We got disconnected, so I hit the thing and called it back again. So... I was most certainly listening to the show while I was on hold. I wound up staying even after the show to try to fix this. I was in full. Okay, normally I'm a very calm and collective person. Mm. Like, I don't (laughs) freak out. Uh Just like you live in Hollywood, California. Those are equally (laughs) true statements. I was really, really nervous about this one. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, how how am I going to explain that hundreds of dollars have now been... (laughs) are placed in an order in Hollywood. So it, it started off where <laughs> she goes, I'm sitting here, you know, doing the show as we do on a daily basis. We also, all do, as we all. Right, 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 yes. right. So I'll all of a sudden hear, oh my God. I thought I was going to have to like hit breaking news. I thought something happened. Like we're going to have to come into a segment and do something else. And she goes, I just sent my target order to California. I'm like, I first of all, I don't even know how to deal with this right now. I have to listen to Guy Benson, our host. And run the show. Yeah, you're also doing your job. She's not only not doing her job, she's trying to distract you from your job, which is even more essential during those three hours. But then she 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 was on hold I for a while. I hope our bosses are listening, by the way. <laughs> oh, I this called Wyatt good. in the middle of this, too. <laughs> oh, good. So you had the entire team. I'm surprised you weren't texting me. Like, hey, guy, we need to talk right now. Maybe go to break early. I've got a situation here. I guess I was the only person on this entire team, the one literally on the air, who was not being actively badgered by Christine about, and let's be clear, this is not a hyper-time-sensitive thing. Christmas is on the 25th of December. You were still in right. the month of November, and you were doing all of this in the middle of our show. This keeps getting worse. I'm not even sure if I should be angry or not, but all right, Dan, what happened next? So then she was on hold for a while, and then I believe I believe she called her husband, and he's like— It doesn't make it better. Like, oh, yeah. see, yes, thank you. Because while you're on hold, you're complaining and whining— to Dan and Wyatt, apparently. but Sam, And then please, I FaceTime get... Bobby. Yeah, too. and then she FaceTime Bobby. Bobby's like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, I, you're going to have to Did Bobby mention, like, hey, aren't you on the air right now? Isn't that also maybe part of the thing with Bobby? Anyway, we have to get back to our reliable narrator here. Dan, what happened next? Um, and then so we had, our, we had our meeting, as you said, and then she was on the phone for quite a bit after that. And I don't know if it got resolved, um, so Christine can can handle that part. But it was fascinating. I don't know how one person does that. Um, I didn't know how to fix it because I don't know how it happens. 
Christine, I asked him multiple you... times to fix it, by the way. <laughs> you wanted Dan to do this for you. I think I asked him like so many times, what do I do? Can you fix this? What do I do? Can't confirm. I, I don't even know what to say. And then when you were on the phone with the Target woman, when you're like, oh, I just I just want a refund. Can you refund me the money? How does that work? Do you, like, put a bunch of cash into a box and then, like, connect it to a group of <laughs> pigeons that then fly across the country to your house? Is that how you think that works? I think so. I, I really don't know. But I have to say, you have to get Wyatt on here because he was disgusted with me. <laughs> like, he didn't even want to talk to me. That's Wyatt's how, like, face. disgusted. <laughs> you should see Wyatt's face right now. I think the disgust is not over. I think the disgust is ongoing, as a matter of fact. Wyatt, okay, you were able to hide this from me because I could not tell that you were being harassed by producer Christine during the show about this problem. But apparently you were. Yeah, guy. So, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, sometimes I get a phone call during the show, mm -hmm. and I, it's on the on this phone in here, as you can see. The and I just sometimes duck down in my my chair just to just to hide my face to what is being explained to me. And this this time <laughs> yesterday was was a all timer, and um, I don't know. I just don't know how that happens, Christine. Um, but I think next time, well, actually this weekend, I, I could maybe help you and we can set up some of the, like, you know, the, the safety things you put on your phone, like the, to make sure that you check before what you're doing. And we could, we could have a little text section uh, this Good weekend. Luck. Good luck with that. How much time do you have? Christine, did you get your money back? Did you get the packages rerouted? What happened? Uh, so I had to cancel everything, like, item by item. Um, it looks like it's refunded. Bobby has to check the credit card because he's he now blocked me from, like, looking at anything from the credit card. <laughs> so he's, he wasn't happy. So uh, now I'm getting it all sent here. It says that it was canceled and reordered, but... It was it was a to do, and nobody's happy with it. I'm me. just surprised it was actually Target and not some scam like Target with an e on, another e on the end or something like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and she got taken for a ride and and bought something from a completely fake company. That's a, you know gone. what I've never been scammed. You would think I would have sent money to like a prince somewhere by now. Yeah, don't Nigerian you? prince. Well, and and you almost got scammed by the palm reader or whatever it was the no was no that? no you can't count that my the psych the times square psychic the psychic she the psychic knew my square. dad is, died she, no, no she knew it's no. a scam it's a scam, a scam and you were willing to be scammed and just by the grace of god you didn't get scammed but yeah I, i'm surprised that you haven't been scammed You're, you are a ripe ripe target for exploitation financial or otherwise and so i mean it'll come if if this reckless behavior continues christine it'll come one day and then Bobby will really, I don't know what he'll have to do, lock down all of your finances. He'll have to get you one of those, like, debit cards that they give to irresponsible teenagers. That's probably the next step here. Oh, At God, least he didn't God. find out about this on the air. Because usually he finds out about this kind of thing during this exact segment. When he's on the bus listening to it, and his, I could just imagine his face getting redder and redder. I guess you fessed up on this one. Christine, we're almost out of time. You said that there's some sort of breaking news that you wanted to share with us before we go oh yeah well uh and one more thing is there can we have some sort of punch with the punch bowl and like a ladle and like the little cups for the party no i always wanted no, to go to a christmas party with punch we're not doing punch because you've already confessed that you're showing up with a flask and christine's gonna sidle up to the punch bowl and just whip <laughs> out the flask and slowly but surely dump her booze in there i don't know to get other people liquored up although she would probably want to hoard 
for booze now that I come to think of it. No, we're not doing punch. I think it's actually like a little bit gross, like a giant punch bowl that everyone's drinking out of. We will have individual servings of wine, beer, and long drink. And okay. that's the end of All right. That. And I just want to say uh, for now on, I, I will not bother the staff during one of Cookie's many, many meltdowns. I'll wait till 6.01. Yep, six, I think six, that that... Six, maybe on the dot and 30 seconds. I don't know if I that's can wait fine. till 6.01. Just but not we'll, we'll during the wait. show. Is and that your breaking just, news? That you're no, going to commit no, I just to doing your clarify, job? No, I just want to clarify that for the bosses that's listening. Uh, uh-huh. The breaking news is tomorrow. You don't even know about this at all. Tomorrow, C. Diddy will be back. I, along what does that with, mean? What does that mean? <laughs> along with her sidekick, YY the Clown. I have something in the works. I am uh, writing, producing, and making the entire staff join in on. And uh, I look forward to tomorrow. Wyatt looks like he wants to curl up in a corner and disappear right now. <laughs> the look of shame on his face that he's aware of this and participating in any way, mm-hmm. it's just written all over his face, Christine. You're just a bad influence again. I don't know what to say. I can't believe this show actually makes it on the air every day. <laughs> Given the good. executive producer that we have, and I put those in air quotes. Wow. Well, hopefully we'll have a show tomorrow, Friday, same time, same place, and we'll have a big, jolly party on Saturday, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that on Monday. So, so much more content coming your way. You never know what's coming on The Guy Benson Show, especially in this segment. Regardless, thank you for listening. Have a great night. And when you order something online, make sure that it's actually going to the destination where you live or where you want it to be, not a random store, brick-and-mortar location halfway or fully across the country. That's my PSA to close out the show tonight. Talk to you tomorrow, I guess. Home stretch on this Friday, almost the weekend together here on The Guy Benson Show. GuyBensonShow.com, podcast, free every day. Bonus Benson coming up on the weekends. So a couple notes here. Christine, you know that I'm a Peloton person. I talk about it sometimes here on the air. It's the exercise bike. We've had one for a couple of years here at the house. And I've tried to get you to at least attempt a Peloton ride here or there. One of my instructors that I enjoy the most is this guy, Cody Rigsby who I think is probably one of their most popular overall instructors. He's pretty flamboyantly gay. That's part of his brand. He's had a very successful career at Peloton. He's done Dancing with the Stars. He's got all these endorsement deals now. They've created this little, like, I don't even know what to call it, like a series on Peloton, which is almost a talk show, but on the bike. It's called LOL Cody, and he brings in guests and they hop onto another Peloton next to him, and he asks some questions, and it's kind of like a comedy evening talk show slash workout. And so I think that they tested it out this season, if you will, four episodes. I have done all of them, and I just did the new one. And just to give you a sense, some of the previous special guests include, get ready for it, Carly Rae Jepsen, that is true. That actually happened. Of course I was there for that. One of the guys from NSYNC was another, I think, what was his name? JC? Are you talking about the great JC Chazé? Chazé, yep. 
He was one of the guests, and that was actually a pretty funny one. And then today, the or the, the new one out this week, the special guest, and this is the close of the season, the season finale, and they've decked out the whole studio with Christmas decorations and that kind of thing, holiday-themed, Bowen Yang from SNL, who I guess is Cody's neighbor. He was in studio, along with some other guy who I suppose is famous and was rather funny, but I don't know who he was. So... They were doing the normal nonsense. It was actually a bit much for my taste, just in terms of all the sexual innuendo and the jokes and whatever. It was fine, enjoyable enough. I was working up a sweat, and it was all holiday music. And almost all the holiday music, unsurprisingly, was Mariah Carey. It's fine. So it's almost over. It's a 30-minute ride. I want to say 26 minutes, 27 minutes into the ride, I gasped on the bike. I actually like said something that I can't say on the air out loud on the bike. And later Adam could hear me and he's like, why did you say that? Like, what just happened? I have to give a spoiler alert. Like I'm giving a spoiler to a TV show. Mariah Carey showed up. Wait a second. Like, hold on. Like actually Mariah Carey. Yes. Like in person, Mariah Carey in the Peloton studio. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. It had been Mariah music all along, and then they had her say, it's time, and then they played All I Want for Christmas is You. She danced around a little bit. She was there for maybe two minutes. That's it. But it was wild. I was not expecting that. The I can't even call it the audience. The people who are doing the exercise on the bike who are in the studio, they all started going crazy and screaming and cheering. And they took like a zoomed out shot and I couldn't see what was happening. Then all of a sudden they cut to Mariah Carey there and I I didn't lose it. But I have to admit, that is a pretty impressive surprise cameo appearance for anyone, let alone like some quasi talk show on an exercise bike. Mm, I Honestly, when you said Mariah Carey showed up, I was like, okay, they played the song. Great. But that's amazing. Like, honestly, amazing. No, it was awesome. Like, I will say that is a pretty big payoff. And I was not expecting it. I was genuinely surprised. So my hat is off. Like, bravo, LOL, Cody. That is a pretty good way to go out for this season, if you can call it that, of this show that he's created. But the whole thing made me think of, among other topics, the playlist that we are curating for the Christmas party here at the house tomorrow We have last year's playlist. We have to build upon the playlist. We're going to be adding a few more songs, I think. That might be on the list for later on tonight. There's just so much to do before guests start arriving in just over 24 hours. The tent is now up in the backyard, although uh, I don't want to get into all the details, but we have to make an adjustment on the tent, so that's stressing me out. There's a lot of cleaning that has to be done. We have guests who are staying, actually some of our favorite Fox friends who are in town are staying at the house. We've got to get ready on that front. We've got to order a few more things in terms of food and alcohol, just some last-minute stuff. And I always have this moment, usually the day before the party, i.e. today, where I wonder, have I bitten off more than we can chew? Because it's a bigger invite list and more yes RSVPs than we've ever had. And I know it will end up fine, and I know it will be a great opportunity for fun and revelry and merriment, and it will be a success. It's a great party, but I'm definitely in 
podcast mode at the moment, and actually doing the show is a nice sort of brain distraction to other things from everything that I've got to start doing here in a few minutes, just a sprint to the finish. And I'm not sure if it's like useful for me to talk about my stress to you, because with all love and respect, you are not necessarily known for your stress reduction powers. Let's put it that way. So what? I don't know who to turn to. Well, first of all, you should have turned to me. I have offered services of help this whole time for our party. You definitely did not take me up on anything. And I want to get back. No, because you would probably order stuff for the party and have it sent to Los Angeles. (laughs) Hollywood, to be exact. Hollywood, California. That's Mm -hmm. a callback to yesterday's home stretch. (laughs) So anyway, go on. But so I think you got the food down. You got the decor. Do we have some good light-up decor, blow-up decor ready There's to go? There's no blow-up decor. There's some nice lights. It's all classy. Okay. Now let's talk about the music. I know you okay. said there's not going to be any Nickelback, right? Like not even one Nickelback song? No. There will not be a single Nickelback offering. Will there be any Phil Collins on the playlist? Uh, there might be. I, I'm not saying no i just can't remember if we had some phil collins my guess is probably one or two yes interesting i do have some other ideas and i'm hoping you can add this song to the playlist hit it dan slashing around the christmas tree at the benson party hop shots of vodka where guy can see and YY tries to stop. Slashing around the Christmas tree. Let carousel spirit ring. Later we'll have some finished long drink and we'll do some reading. Of the Wall Street Journal. You will get a sentimental <laughs> feeling when you hear voices screaming, please stop cookie. Washing around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily. In a mama's juice kind of way. <laughs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> oh. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Wow. <laughs> So I was actually till the very end wondering if Dan had boycotted this entire thing smartly, but no, he was Santa at the very end. So I don't even know what to say. You had warned me that Mm -hmm. C. Diddy was going to make an appearance. You warned us on the home stretch yesterday. I was not prepared (laughs) for that level of production value. That is I have to say, I am impressed. I am impressed with what I just heard. It was very funny. I have to go back and listen to this now. Why it was just like the deadpan, (laughs) like dead behind the eyes narration was perfect compared with some actually not terrible singing by Christine. 
Oh. Until the very end. <laughs> oh, the the, the very bad. end was very rough. That last <laughs> note was premature. It came a few beats too early. Mm-hmm. And then you tried to drag it out for too long, and it was <laughs> off pitch. I think we can sort of – I'm like Simon Cowell here, just giving some constructive feedback. But aside from that, I think it was pretty tight. I think it was well-crafted. I think it was uh, genuinely funny. And who produced that? So I wrote – everything and then Bobby and I produced it together but Bobby really was very helpful because I think Dan really wanted to distance himself from this he was very I I do not blame Dan at all for that but I also have to just like tip the cap to Bobby that was good yeah, he and honestly, we just recorded this today at like 11, and we said, because yeah. I said, Dan, you have to be a part of it somehow, so I said, could you just like pretend you're Santa? And he's like, fine, so he gave us a couple ho-ho-hos, and uh, off we sent it to Bobby, and what, Dan, we got it back in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Not even. That was great. All right, turn that around quickly. That is impressive. You guys kept me in the dark. I knew something was coming. I didn't know what it was going to be. That's why I said I was as scared coming into this segment. And that is just fantastic. Was Wyatt, it, it sounded like he did this to some extent against his will. That is how it sounded, at least. But maybe that's the shtick. Um, guy, I actually, uh, I was kind of in on this. I kind of actually enjoyed doing this. I thought this was actually one of our, some of our best work, me and Christine and Dan. I think, well, I think it's this a is... very low bar. But yes, <laughs> in terms of, in terms of the music, quote unquote, that you all have produced through the years, uh, this was by far the best. There was no rapping, thank goodness, and it was very festive. It was uh, appropriate for the season. And I think the perfect way to send us into the first major Christmas weekend of 2022, including the Benson Christmas party, which I am now still stressed about. Uh, We'll see if we can maybe add that song to the playlist, have everyone just get quiet for a second at the party and listen. No, 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 no. That that was just, could we have it? Could we have it performed live even perhaps? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, We'll see. Wait, I, are you running away from your own product now, Christine? I mean, I are just, you ashamed of this? No, I'm. I'm. I mm. loved sharing it with the audience because I didn't have to see faces. But I don't think at a no, party you where should have people... seen my face. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I woke up. Was it yesterday morning at four thirty in the morning with this idea in my brain, and I got up right then and there and wrote the whole thing. You must have texted Wyatt at four thirty. He'd been up for an hour drinking his coffee. T- you know, reading the journal. I think I texted Wyatt and Dan yesterday morning at 6.30 where I started laying out the lyrics. Bobby was helping a little bit. He punched up a couple things for me. He's my punch-up guy. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I must have just come in my dream or something because I'm like, oh, we have to do this. Well, I'm, I'm going to give it, like, a solid slow clap. I was expecting so much worse, truly. And that was actually a bit of a joyful romp, multiple inside jokes, not the worst performance I've ever heard, and maybe we'll just have to play it for everyone at the party. Now you've, you've inspired me. I think the whole party needs to hear it at peak attendance, too, mm. preferably with as many Fox News personalities present. I'll have Christine come out and take a big curtsy, and why I can take a bow. And uh, an assist to Bobby. Thank you for that, Bobby. Wow. Well, have a great weekend. Um, 
if you want to hear that song again, you can go back and get the free podcast. I'm going to listen myself. GuyBensonShow.com. Back here on Monday, we'll recap the chaos during our home stretch. Then, enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening. It's the Guy Benson Show. Oh, yeah. That was this week's edition of Bonus Benson. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.